0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee, where we talk about the news and events of the morning to get our days started. We are live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to do so. And uh, welcome. Good morning. Hope your coffee is delicious and warm, or your tea, or whatever you do in the morning. I hope everything is just the way you like it. Um... One thing isn't the way we just we like it, and that is this war that we are a part of, this information war. And at the Red Pill Project, we like to encourage people to be independent with their thoughts and figuring out what's going on. Don't believe anything anybody says, no matter what authority they hold. And uh, unless you can prove it with your own volition, through your own volition. And so we talk about the news, we talk from various sources, and we look at the narrative that is being put out there to the public and from there we extrapolate individually on what the heck is going on and we talk about it and we figure out the closest thing to reality and then we kind of like to look into the future too on what we might see and what this all means and what is utter baloney and what is closer to reality and what is absolute undeniable fact and this is just one of the ways that we could go and um Counteract this information war that is going on. So that is the purpose here. So I want to encourage people to do that. And I know you guys look at everything through a lens, unless you're a new viewer and you this is something new to you. A lot of us look through life through this lens of skepticism and of reality, I guess. And it's a good thing to have. So props to all of us who can uh who are kind of immune in large part to this psychological warfare that has been proven to be occurring. And it's still occurring. So we're gonna talk about the news and 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 uh we're gonna start with finance. There's some stuff going on in the US. I don't know, is it looks like World War Three might be breaking out here pretty soon. Um and more. So let's look at what's going on here. Um, the Congress is about to send another forty-four billion to Boeing, Raytheon, and the CIA for the war in Ukraine. That's a total of one hundred billion dollars sent by the U.S. in ten months. The entire Russian military budget of the year for the year is sixty-five billion. And this was a tweet tweeted by the. Uh, Journalist Glenn Greenwald. We have sent $100 billion in the last 10 months, and the entire Russian military budget for the year is $65 billion. That is wild. This is wild stuff. Um, Dan Bishop posted this. He's going through the bill with his team yesterday. The $1.7 trillion bill. Um, all 4,155 pages of it the best they can and here are some of the most egregious provisions of that bill it expressly prohibits CBP funding from being used to improve border security so (laughs) there's money in there for the border but they're putting stipulations on it so they say, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. <laughs> so here's money for the border, but don't use it for processing. That's not what it's for. It's a damn scam. It really is. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, it allocates $410 million toward border security for Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tanzania, and Oman. America last in action. Yeah, four hundred and ten million for everyone else's borders but our own one point four billion dollars for uh for membership in global multilateral organizations including the UN. Wow. The word salmon appears forty eight times in the bill and look. He says sixty eight sixty-five million dollars for salmon seems fishy. I will say this, okay? The salmon need help. (laughs) This is a very anti-salmon story. And Elon Musk even tweeted that it sounded fishy, the salmon thing. But let's be real. Salmon do need help. Here's the problem with this, though. We don't need the federal government to come in and step in and control everything in our lives with this bill. (sighs) It's ridiculous, man. There's other ways to go about it, that's for sure. But um, (laughs) our wildlife does need help. So I'm kind of torn on this. I don't want people to become anti-salmon now. Good morning, everybody. I see people are piling in. Geo, Matrix, good to see ya. Puno Picasso, Yasha. Good morning. I know you're freezing. Negative 40 C this morning. Yikes. Stay safe out there. Uh, Grit, Lacey, Hillbilly, Jackal. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, so I'm just a little bit triggered triggered, triggered by this, uh, anti salmon stuff. But you know, I don't think it's the right place for this. I'll be honest. Uh, I don't think it'd be effective. I think it is. I think they're careless with the money in these bills. There's also 3 million for bee friendly highways and another 5 million for the salmon. Okay. Which I didn't know this, but Jim Bob told me that Honeybees aren't actually native to the states, and I thought that was really interesting. They're actually an invasive species, and in that there's other pollinators in the states, so I thought that was really crazy. Um, unless <laughs> the other fish feel left out of the spending spree, here's 65.7 million for International Fisheries Commission. Perhaps President Bush was onto something when he said, I know the human being and the fish can coexist peacefully. Yeah, I think this, uh, I think it's a way to launder money. So, of course, they're going to go after all this environmental stuff and shove it into this bill. And then if you don't, if you oppose the bill, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, what do you hate nature or something? What's wrong with you? Oh, my gosh, you just want the world to burn. You're crazy. No, we there's a lot of bad stuff in this bill that they're trying to shove through. A lot of which we don't even know because no one could read this thing in such a short period of time. Um, $65 million in two programs for Senator Leahy uh, and a federal building named for Nancy Pelosi. Swamp gonna swamp. Here are just a handful of the many earmarks in the bill, including $3.6 million for the Michelle Obama trial. A few more earmarks. 477000 for anti-racist training from the Equity Institute. Three million dollars for the LGBTQ+ museum in New York City, 1.2 million in services for DACA recipients, 4.1 million in various career programs for one of the richest counties in the U.S. Fairfax. If an additional 47 billion in Ukraine funding isn't enough for you, the bill also authorizes Ukrainian Independence Park right here in D.C also monuments for journalists and service animals. Come on. The bill also renames 25 post offices. In addition to the dozens, we've already renamed this session. It amazed. I'm amazed. We haven't run out of post offices to rename yet. It's bound to happen eventually. Oh, it seems like a lot of these things are to perpetrate this brainwashing agenda. We see this LGBT, whatever, um, funding and this re-education funding focused towards this um, agenda. This, is, this isn't this is good, y'all. And they're probably going to pass it, let's be real. I don't think anybody really wants to see it go through, but they have a way. Let's see what else. $524 million for a DEI and structural racism-focused NIH subdivision. That is ridiculous. Uh, $300,000 per year for the continuous plankton recorder chump change compared to the rest of the bill. What is the continuous plankton recorder? Let's look that up real quick. Um, Also, we have... uh, There's a section for NDAA Corrections, another gargantuan bill that passed in a rush because God forbid that Congress actually proofread legislation before passing it. Um, the continuous plankton recorder is a torpedo shaped plankton sampling instrument designed to be towed from merchant ships, um, or ships of opportunity on their normal sailing. So it's a biological monitoring program. I guess it just counts plankton or something. Gender programs in Pakistan and $200 million for a gender equity fund. What the hell, man? They're going to keep pushing this gender equity, uh, scam. I think it's a scam. It's brainwashing. It's weird. Um, most people oppose it, but they're trying to make it commonplace, especially in schools and government and all this stuff, which is just so strange. This is part of this brainwashing agenda. In my opinion, this stuff is sick, man. This is what they're, this is what they write into these bills. Um, last year's administrative expenses for Vax Injury Trust Fund were $13.2 million. Now it's $15.2 million. That's a 15% increase. Anticipating a 15% increase in vaccine injuries. It also authorizes sums as may be necessary for vaccine injury death claims. Looks like they're preparing for a lot of vaccine death claims with an unlimited cap on payout interesting very interesting we have seen a huge increase in vax injuries with these experimental um, rna jabs so that's interesting that's not very much money but interesting 335 million dollars to prepare for an influenza pandemic including the use of surveillance tools. Look at this. They're preparing for an influenza pandemic. 335 million dollars. Hello. They're planning for another pandemic. Here's more proof of that. We've been talking about this. They've done the they've done the uh, test runs on paper in their meetings and here we are. You know, remember the spars Oh my gosh, can you believe this? It's right here in the bill. They're already anticipating it. $7.5 million to better understand the domestic radicalization phenomenon. Oh my gosh. Plus $1 million for gun violence research. These research programs are often a smokescreen for violating civil, civil liberties down the road. That's true. And also, it's for expanding and understanding their psychological warfare p- game that they're playing. They're trying to understand domestic radicalization phenomenon, but then there's all this, all these independent journalists and, and reporting that the FBI is infiltrating Antifa and that they actually were involved in January sixth, and um, I think this is a, to fund their um, research into the psychological effect they're having on people through media, through uh, grassroots terrorist organizations in the states, etc. and that's just my guess, my totally my opinion. Let me know what you guys think about this stuff because I'm just an average Joe here trying to figure out this stuff and looking at at what's in this bill, but I really have no idea. Let me know what you guys think. Understand the domestic radicalization phenomenon. What else? 535 million for the Corporation of Public Broadcasting which indirectly funds NPR via grants. Okay, so just you know, keeping control over the mainstream fake news media. Uh, This provision nearly doubles the 66,000 available H2B visas, temporary low skilled workers. Okay. So they're increasing the number of uh, visas allowed hurts American workers. This is America last Uh, 11.3 billion for the FBI FBI. The crooked FBI who was still working hard with other social media, just like we found out they were working for Twitter. I wonder what they're doing with Facebook, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But here's 11.3 billion for you, FBI. 1.75 billion for the ATF, 2.63 billion for U.S attorneys with an emphasis on January 6 prosecutions and domestic terrorism cases all with significant increases from the previous year. So this is crazy. Our federal government is funding all of these crooked agencies and even attorneys, and everyone's getting money here. It's pretty wild. Did you know that the House of Representatives has an has an Office of Diversity and Inclusion? It is set to receive nearly $26 million in taxpayer money this is all yeah by the way this is all of our money that we are responsible for at the end of the day also included in the bill regulations on cosmetics changes to horse racing rules and electoral count act everything but the kitchen sink and it goes on and on and on Elon Musk even commented, very informative thread worth reading. It has snapshots and everything. If you're just listening to audio, I'll post this all later tonight. If you want to follow these links or if anyone requests it, I guess I could post it earlier. Uh, But that is um, representative Dan Bishop on Twitter. Yeah. They stuff everything they can in them. You're right. You're right. Summer, they stuff everything they can in them and they pass them and they, You don't want to shut down the government, do you? You're not anti bees are you? Yeah. It's wild. This stuff should not go through. If anything, they should pass a tiny, tiny bill to get us over the hump, uh, to fund, to keep the government open, I guess, uh, for a little while, and then put together some more manageable bills that aren't anti-U.S. maybe that people could actually read and vote for in good conscience. Everybody should be voting no on every single one of these bills that they can't read. Anything less than that, to me, is completely immoral. You could be signing anything. You don't know what you're approving. It's ridiculous, man. Um, Let's see. Numerous Western officials now privately say that that Russia may not be responsible for Nord Stream Explosion. The Nord Stream pipeline explosion that happened a few months ago that everybody was suspicious of and immediately was blamed on Russia after investigations where they wouldn't release any of the facts that they discovered in the investigations. Uh, The Washington Post reported that many people are saying uh, or numerous Western officials are privately saying that Russia may not be responsible. Big surprise there. Not. Drunken Nancy this morning said it is with immense respect and admiration for his extraordinary leadership that I extend on behalf of bipartisan congressional leadership an invitation for Zelensky to address a joint meeting of Congress at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time tonight. This will be going on at the same exact time we go live with the Daily Dose, so we'll try to keep track of the breaking news, I guess, as tonight goes on. I think we all know what's going to happen here. We see some speculation here ahead. Let's see what people are saying. Um, Joe Biden's <laughs> Joe Biden, whoever tweets on Joe Biden's account, came on this morning and said, "I hope you're having a good flight, Vel- uh, Vladimir. I'm thrilled to have you here. Much to discuss. I hope you're having a good flight. My gosh. Uh, we've got Representative Gosar, an absolute legend, tweeting." I re. Oh, let's actually. I think we have a video on this one. Let's look. Let's look. This is good stuff.
1: This is Michaela Fuchs reporting from Washington D.C. with the Gosar Minute. Congressman Gosar recently joined a group of House Republicans and introduced important legislation to audit the funds appropriated by Congress to Ukraine. The legislation demands that Joe Biden, along with Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of State, provide the House of Representatives copies of all documents and any financial statements detailing purchases, recipients, and government expenditures related to congressionally appropriated funds given to Ukraine. This information must be turned over within 14 days. Joe Biden and Congress have already wasted nearly 70 billion American taxpayer dollars funding a proxy war in Ukraine. Now Biden wants another $38 billion. Congressman Gosar had this to say about the audit. Quote, we should not send another dime to Ukraine and we should audit the money already sent there. End quote. This has been Michaela Fuchs with another Gosar Minute.
0: What a novel idea. Yeah, we should find out exactly what has been done with all of the money we've already sent to Ukraine and it's I guarantee you they wouldn't be able to tell us so they're going to have to disclose this stuff it sounds like and but this is amazing this is good can't wait for them to say we don't know that's what's going to happen they're not going to spill the beans they'll just be like yeah we lost track of most of those billions man crazy whoops what else uh, a this was just a weird video that was posted by the White House that is completely scripted and dumb. I thought I'd share it.
2: Anderson has a question for me. He said, I want to be president. <laughs> well, but here's the question. How did you become president? Oops. It's a good
1: question. No one better
2: to ask. No, it's a good question. No one better to ask. You know what I did? When you decide you want to be a president, Oops, sorry, guys. Decide, first of all, you got to know why you want to be president. Not just to be here, but who are you going to help?
0: What do you care most about?
1: you, 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 you! you.
0: Wow, so when... <laughs> that's ridiculous. How the hell did you become president? Oh, he cheated and dry. He cheated. He decided he wanted to be president and help uh, Zelensky. He wanted to help the deep state and then they cheated. That's how. Um, yeah, they ha- it's sad that the White House has to script little things like that and some people see that and they think it's real. Could you believe that? There's not. I just, there's no way. No way. The Biden administration is to drop half a million on artificial intelligence that detects microaggressions on social media. The Washington free beacon reports. So here's just more, uh, combing through social media and, and using, uh, AI to detect microaggressions. How do you detect micro, microaggressions online? This is so dumb. Um, what is a microaggression anyway? And a quick Google says that a microaggression is any interaction between those of different races, cultures, or genders that can be interpreted as non-physical aggression. So like sarcasm or any type of disagreement, anything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Microaggressions. Get out of here. Back in my day. Man, microaggressions weren't even a thing. Oh, here's a list of microaggressions. Oh, God. So this is just data gathering by the government. And, of course, they're going to put you into uh, categories. Um, Types of microaggression. (laughs) Microassault. Uh, Name-calling, shouting, imitating. This is micro-assault. Oh, bad lighting. Micro-insult. <laughs> oh, you might not even be aware you're micro-insulting somebody, apparently. An example of this would be the usage of the word gay in a demeaning fas- fashion. Or a male boss higher up referring to a female co-worker as baby or sweetie. That's a micro-insult. This is made up, by the way. This is just nonsense. Um, Although, you know, it is kind of creepy if your boss is like, come here, baby. Yeah, it's weird, but come on. Micro-invalidation. That's a word they made. Um, It goes on. This is ridiculous nonsense. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Um, But here's what they're doing with this stuff. Let's look at New Zealand. Natural News reported this. If you oppose any government policies, the Jacinda Ardern regime in New Zealand wants you reported as a terrorist. Wow. It is no longer acceptable for people who live in New Zealand to question any decision their government makes, no matter how tyrannical according to rebecca kitteridge director of the new zealand security intelligence service believing in conspiracy theories any belief contrary to the globalist agenda is now considered a conspiracy theory means that <laughs> that no one it means that one has been radicalized and could be secretly planning a terror attack Kitteridge told New Zealanders they are that there are dozens of indicators they can look for to identify potential conspiracy theory terrorism in their own families and friend circles. The mere act of vocally opposing the government's decisions is one of them. Anyone who opposes government policies that are interpreted as infringing on rights or the COVID measures uh, the government took is suspect, according to Kitteridge. Watch the video below to hear Kitteridge for yourself.
2: Our Secret Service is launching an initiative to help us identify people who may have been radical.
0: Oh, shoot. What's going on here?
2: Help us identify people who may have been radical.
0: Okay.
3: signs details dozens of indicators that a friend or family member could be planning a terror attack. As Adam Hollingworth reports, the move comes as our spy chiefs identify a new and worrying type of terrorism.
2: Time was when the intelligence services were never seen, never heard. But now they're loudly proclaiming your country needs you to keep an eye on those you know and, if necessary, dob them in.
3: Recognising a potential warning sign and then alerting NZSAS or police could be the vital piece in the puzzle that ultimately saves lives.
2: To that end, they're publishing a guide called "Know the Signs" to help us all identify potential terrorists in our midst.
3: To pay attention if they are, and to be alert so that if they see or hear about something that seems off, um, that worries them and concerns them, they might have a look at this information to say. Does this indicate to me that this person is on the road to actually committing an attack?
2: The SIS has listed around 50 signs from obvious ones, like writing on a weapon, as happened in Christchurch, to...
3: A person who is, who is really developing an us-versus-them worldview.
2: Authorities say they're usually closely monitoring 40 to 50 potential terrorists. These people used to be motivated by their white identity or by their faith. But in the past six months, a third group has emerged, those motivated by politics.
3: And so it could be the COVID measures that the government took. And so it could be the COVID measures that the government took. Or it could be other policies that are interpreted as, as infringing on rights. Uh, and, and, and it's a, a, what I sometimes describe as a kind of hot mess of, of ideologies and beliefs um, fueled by conspiracy theories.
0: You know, they're just interpret, it's just policies interpreted as violating your rights. You just can't interpret it that way. You just need to blindly accept everything that the tyrannical government does. Otherwise, you are, what, are you planning an attack? My gosh, this is insanity. This is a tyrannical government at its finest. They want their people to tattle on their family members and their friends and their neighbors so that the government could get a close look at them, who knows, set them up and arrest them, block them away forever. Who knows? It's just absolute insanity. And, you know, you might feel like, oh, this is New Zealand. We're fine. No, this happens in the States as well. Uh, This happens in Canada. This happens everywhere where they're pushing this radical, crazy, tyrannical style of governing countries. I'm never going to stop talking about it. And if you want to identify me as a conspiracy theorist, I don't care. I'll I'll put my tinfoil hat on and walk around public. I don't care. You know, I am peaceful, I am righteous, and I have nothing to hide. I'm not going to hide. You know, hi, Jim. Good to meet, good morning, Jim. Yeah, USSR all over again. This is totally, this is Nazi Germany, you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, there's Nazis in the U.S. today. One more, Zelensky. I mean, that's just allegedly, I've heard. Um... I am, yeah, I'm micro pissed. Uh, let's see here. Widespread winter kill risks in U.S. wheat soar amid imminent cold blast. We have this massive cold front raging through the states right now. I hope you're all doing okay, but it's going to affect our crops. So it's just more there on our infrastructure and on our food supply that we could expect during 2023 Um, so make sure you guys are preparing Um, Florida is to experience coldest Christmas in over 20 years bizarre warning issued Florida I'm telling you guys I always say to prepare it doesn't matter where you are there's always something and now we see the coldest Christmas in over 20 years in Florida An unusually cold December could bring out one of the most wintry Christmases in the last 30 years. The National Weather Service is predicting that temperatures could dip as low as the 20s in the northern part of the state. Warning of a hard freeze. A hard freeze is possible for this holiday weekend. Excuse me. Wow. The winter chill is set to bring about a Christmas so cold it hasn't been seen in the state since 1989 and 1983, according to Fox Weather. So, look at that. Here's a map showing what it'll be. 20s in the north, 30s in central Florida, and 40s in southern Florida. Wow. They're saying, be careful, the iguanas can fall out of trees when it drops below 45 degrees and they're not dead, they're just immobilized. So, watch out for falling iguanas. All of you Floridians, stay safe. Hell, maybe just go south for the winter. 20s. It's not that bad, but it, it you know, it's not fun. So, I found that to be very interesting. Um, all right. A former congressman came out and said that banks will close accounts of gun gun owners, of gun owners. Does this mean this is true? No. Does it mean it can happen? I mean, this it doesn't mean it can happen because this happened. But yes, it could happen. Um, but you know, we don't know. But let's see what he says. A former congressman of the U.S. uh, and U.S. attorney wrote an opinion piece for the Daily Caller on Tuesday expressing alarm about the increasing level of surveillance that banks are carrying out on gun owners. Yeah, I noticed this too. Remember when somebody posted on social media that their transaction was canceled because their bank didn't support the transactions of purchasing firearms? Mm hmm. This is real in the States. Former Representative Bob Barr, Republican of Georgia, said that banks are increasing their surveillance on gun owners. So they can cl- get clo- so they can close down the bank accounts of people who are buying too many guns or too much ammunition. What's too much ammunition? Two bullets? Three bullets? A hundred bullets? A thousand bullets? Oh, probably any, probably any amount they'll flag. This is terrifying stuff. They want our guns. You know, after a country takes their citizens' guns, usually there's a mass genocide. They don't even have our guns, and we have people dying uh, from these jabs and whatnot. And, yeah, other, other things. Just the utter violence that we have in all of our main cities and states. Um, Buffalo City sues firearms makers, claiming they are fueling violence. There's another case that we need to revisit with people suing the firearms manufacturers. This is a problem. Well are fat people gonna start suing chip chip manufacturers for heart attacks? The city of Buffalo New York has filed a lawsuit in state court against firearms manufacturers and distributors as well as ghost firearm companies for their alleged fueling of violence. This is bullshit. This is a big problem because. Um, it's just another direction they're attacking firearms from. And uh, it shouldn't hold up in court, but with how corrupt things are, we'll see. We shall see. CBS whines. Texas National Guard is cracking down on illegal immigrants. You know, So on one hand, they're crying about gun manufacturers and violence. On the other hand, they're crying that we're cracking down on illegal immigration which is a huge proponent of money laundering or uh, arms dealers, drug dealers criminals, rapists Trump said it best they're not sending their best terrorists arms dealers this is who comes across the border not just Mexican arms dealers either we have people from all over the world coming through and CBS is crying about it sad, fake news I think that's a microaggression right there. That's a micro terrorist attack. And sex trafficking. Yeah, Lisa. Totally. They're like ugh, weirdos. Yeah, they frame. They just This is the psychological warfare. They frame good things as bad and bad things as good. And they tell you up is down and down is up and left is right and right is left. They normalize it, and then uh, they trick everybody. They trick everybody. Okay, so Biden is to announce Patriot missiles for Ukraine as Zelensky arrives in D.C. This is after Ukraine was going to ask for some long-range missiles, according to Politico. Let's look at this article that um, Zero Hedge published. Zelensky is reportedly arriving to Washington, D.C. aboard a U.S. Air Force plane, according to U.S. officials cited in CNN, after taking a high-risk train ride into Poland. White House National Security Communications Coordinator John Kirby said of the impending visit with President Biden, quote, The President really believes that as we approach winter, as we enter a new phase in this war of Mr. Putin's aggression, that it is a good time for the two leaders to sit down face-to-face and talk. Unquote. But this is how Reuters somewhat cynically previewed the visit. Quote, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky headed to Washington on Wednesday to meet President Joe Biden, address Congress and seek weapons, weapons and more weapons in his first overseas trip since Russia invaded Ukraine 300 days ago. Unquote. Surprisingly, the Associated Press additionally highlighted the latest video ad- address by Zelensky, who yesterday, while visiting a frontline fighting area in Bak- uh, Bakhmut, said the following at a moment, Congress is set to approve $45 billion more in aid for Ukraine in the proposed massive omnibus package that we talked about in the beginning here of this show. Quote, we will pass it on from the boys to the Congress to the president of the U.S. We are grateful for their support, but it's not enough. It is a hint. It is not enough, Zelensky said. Oh. Oh, my God. Get out of here with that, Zelensky. The $45 billion that you haven't even got yet isn't enough? Dude, get out of here with that. Warmonger. Man, this is this is wild. I think that we're going to see a progression in this war based on what I'm seeing today, just with them visiting more money, what we've been seeing with Russia and the surrounding, uh, countries. Um, the Kremlin reacts to Patriot missiles for Ukraine zero hedge again. Let's see what, uh, Kremlin says, In its first reaction to widespread reports that the White House is moving forward with plans to send Patriot anti-air missile defense systems to Ukraine, the Kremlin said the move will only serve to aggravate the conflict and warned against it. While Putin, in new remarks, teased more advanced Russian weapons to be deployed, including hypersonic missiles, quote, weapon supplies by the U.S. continue. The assortment of supplied weapons is expanding. All of this... Of course, leads to an aggra- an aggravation of the conflict and, in fact, does not bode well for Ukraine, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said. A formal White House announcement confirming that Ukraine will get patriots is ex- expected Wednesday while Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky is meeting with President Biden to discuss the war. And ahead of Zelensky's expected 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time address to Congress tonight. He also... Uh, Putin is part... Um, he also said Russia needed to take special note of the importance of drones in the 10-month conflict and says Russia's hypersonic uh, Sarmat missile, dubbed Satan-2, will be ready for deployment in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, we were talking about last week, Russia is just arming their nuclear-capable missile silos with missiles. Big ones. Big ones. Um. NATO. This is the SGT report. NATO decides to attack Russia in Ukraine. And this broke yesterday, and it seems like some people are picking it up now. So, look, like I said, always take things with a grain of salt. This is being reported by SGT report. Uh, But let's look at what they say. I think, you know, I do think this is real and credible by Kurt Demo. Ukraine is unable to defeat Russia. The next step is for direct NATO involvement. If Olga uh, Lebedeva and Pravda can be believed, NATO is on the verge of entering the war in Ukraine. Such announcements were heard from officials of the Polish Ministry of Defense, the General Staff of the NATO Alliance, officers of the French Army, and, of course, the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense, according to Lebedeva. The main reason would be the very would be the very next Russian general offensive that NATO is planning and which according to it would do- would decimate the Ukrainian army, not only in the Donbass, but also on the Kiev side. Many Russian units are in combat situations in Belarus at the borders with Ukraine, explains uh a dot Russian website. Um But NATO has always been very clear. Ukraine cannot lose. For Washington, the only solution would therefore be for NATO forces to enter Ukraine, hoping that this will end the Russian offensive. The calculation is that Vladimir Putin will not want to directly face NATO with the possible nuclear consequences and therefore retreat. The idea here is that the entrance of NATO into the conflict will strike fear into Russia and Putin and his generals, and they will rethink the SMO and retreat with tails tucked. Not going to happen. This is their opinion. In any case, this is very bad. This is a very bad calculation since it is clear that Russia will go to the end of the mission assigned by Vladimir Putin. Counting that our forces will retreat in the face of a few NATO regiments whose arms problems Russia is experiencing is a ridiculous calculation and which ver- will very quickly prove to be extremely deadly. It is possible that the USG and NATO believe their own lives believe their own lines about ukraine (laughs) is it possible that usg and nato believe their own lines about their own lies about ukraine the war propaganda corporate media insists ukraine is winning russia is losing the war it started against ukraine thanks to military support from the west now nato should provide the ukrainians armed forces armed forces with the offensive pow- firepower and air defense ukraine needs to end it writes a usg propagandist working for the 1945 website a site churning out pro war commentary for the propaganda media fatigue has set in As the USG and its partners in Europe have emptied their arsenals, despite Washington's ass- assurance of supporting Kiev for as long as it takes, the fact is, the US will not be able to maintain the supply of high-end ammunition to Ukraine indefinitely, reports the International Business Times, despite death merchants cranking out new bombs and missiles. So, Yeah, Russia's not backing out. It doesn't seem like the globalists, the UN, Ukraine, and the West is backing out either. So this leads to one thing, and that's escalation um, from both sides. And it's not good. Guess who suffers? The people, the innocent people that have nothing to do. They don't even know what this war is about. And uh, really, like, what is it really about? Ask ourselves that. What is this war really about? I'm not sure I even know the answer to that question because we see things like the bio labs in Ukraine. We see this global weird thing going on. What is this war really about? What's in Ukraine? That's so important. Hmm? Pretty, pretty interesting questions to think about. Um, Let's see what else we have here. Uh, There probably has been assassination attempts on Putin. I would would bet. Um, Poland, this is on this war escalation, Poland is to legalize participation of Poles in Ukrainian army. So, if they do this, then Polish people will will legally be allowed to join the Ukrainian army. Uh, That's just more escalation, more boots on the ground there. Europe's balance of power is changing. I wanted to see this here. It really is. The world's balance of power is changing, really. Uh, let me see here. This is by Remix News. Europe's power, power balance is shifting due to Germany's inept policies and its tensions with Warsaw. This is just some political piece. I don't want to read this whole thing to you guys. Um, the U.S. State Department was supposedly surprised that there were any misunderstandings between Warsaw and Berlin regarding the deployment of the Patriot missile system in Poland, but it has long been known that Polish-German relations are a major flashpoint in European politics. Yeah, we're going to be seeing some destabilization as everybody starts making the moves in this war. Um, I'll post that whole thing tonight if you guys want to read it. Uh, Polish state-owned energy giant PKN Orlin ready to stop importing oil from Russia. So they're saying they're going to stop importing oil from Russia. Their Polish energy giant PKN is ready to do that. Okay, good for you. Just more of the uh, energy war, the trade war, if you will. You know, if you guys could get by, that's great. But if your people start freezing... What a terrible decision. Refugees undertake values courses in Austria as police brace for New Year's Eve riots. Mm -hmm. Austria, New Year's Eve riots. The summer of love, or I'm sorry, the winter of love in Austria. Values courses. Austrian authorities are stepping up their operations to prevent a repeat of the civil unrest witnessed in the city of Linz during Halloween night earlier this year. Picture. Refugees who were involved in Halloween riots that rocked the Austrian city of Linz have been enrolled in values courses designed to teach them about acceptable behavior in the country, as police step up operations to prevent a repeat of the civil unrest during upcoming New Year's Eve celebrations. Well, you know, I hope they don't get riots and stuff, but the destabilization is real, especially when it comes to having all these, all these illegal people, refugees aren't necessarily illegals, but you know, people that aren't at their homes, this is not good for people, you know, to be displaced, to be, have to go to another country. It definitely doesn't foster a, a great upbringing, uh, in my opinion, that's just me speaking. Uh, thank you, uh, Lisa, for the ice cream. I appreciate that. Thank you for your donations. And Country Girl 007, thank you for the cookie. Appreciate you guys supporting decentralized news and media morning coffee. Um, without you guys, we could not do this, so it is greatly appreciated. Uh, in Canada, they banned single-use plastic. Trudeau said, uh, Tyrant Trudeau said, quote, We need less single, he didn't say this, he tweeted it. Somebody tweeted it for him. Quote, we need less single-use plastic litter, not more. That's obvious. And that's why, in Canada, we're moving forward with a ban on harmful single-use plastics. As of today, you cannot make or import things like plastic cutlery or plastic bags. Okay, what about all the masks? What about all that, Trudeau? Is that okay? They're not plastic. That's fine, right? This is so stupid. I hate paper straws. If you give me a paper straw, I'm... I don't want to do business with you. I'm serious. (laughs) Alright, we got a couple health things here. Um, If you guys aren't... Uh, Never mind. Um... New Zealand government report admits you may fall ill or die after Pfizer mRNA injection, but advises people not to worry. Backwards land, man. That's ExposéNews.com reporting that. Um, This is good news. The White House can't mandate COVID jabs for federal contractors. The appeals court rule. We do this. We've been saying it. You can't mandate it. They did anyway. And here they are saying you can't you can't actually can't mandate it. Alright, y'all. Um Yeah, yesterday we had Adam Schiff being an idiot. We talked about that last night. Just wild stuff going on in the world. I think the main thing we're looking at today is Zelensky in the US and this omnibus bill that they're probably just gonna shove through the system and get them through next year. Just wild stuff. Um, you know, whatever you think about the bill, <laughs> let your voice be heard. Um, I don't think anybody actually wants this bill to go through, except, like, maybe a small percentage of idiots. And uh, But I think it's going to go through regardless, because the people aren't truly represented in the system we currently have now in the U.S., and I think that's obvious. Am I allowed to say that? I think I am. Yes, we still have free speech, right? Yeah, First Amendment. Well, thank you all for joining. This has been another wonderful morning with the Red Pill family. We'll be live again tomorrow morning, uh, Thursday, at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. Today is Wednesday. Josh has a couple shows going on. Um, The Dark to Light podcast will be published in about an hour everywhere. It is live now on WYSL Radio Rochester. So if you guys like the Dark to Light show, catch that uh, either live right now or in about an hour when it's republished on everywhere you could get your podcasts. And then we'll be live tonight at 5:30 p.m. Pacific time, 8:30 p.m. Eastern time, with Joshua Reed to go over the unfolding global conspiracy, talk about what happened from now till then, which is always just too much to even cover in a day. So I look forward to seeing you guys probably then and definitely tomorrow morning. Take care. God bless. Thank you and God speed.